Hello, everybody, and welcome to In-Depth, presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today, I'm joined by Express News General Assignments and Features reporter Vincent T. Davis. He's on the show to talk about his ongoing San Antonio story series. Welcome to the show, Vincent. How are you? Oh, thanks. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure. I'm really actually really excited to meet you. I um, I do a show for the, uh, for the Express News called Express Briefing every morning. And so every Monday morning, yours is one of the first columns that I read. I absolutely have been loving San Antonio stories. Oh, no. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, yeah, no problem. For, for the listeners, can you explain what San Antonio stories is? Sure. So, you know, um, I think it was about the fall of 2019, our editor, Mark DeVoyson, um, he asked um, me if I wanted to write, you know, feature our stories um, in this series called San Antonio Stories. And I said, yeah, most definitely. So um, with my editor, Diana Fuentes, you know, there to kind of guide me and keep me going, we present a um, profile, uh, just a glimpse into the life of one of the folks that live in and around San Antonio every Monday in the metro section on page 2A. And uh, the response has been very encouraging. I, I think more so in 2020, um, these stories have been, um, they bring you hope, really. Like, I, I don't want to sound too cheesy, but like, man, there was, I think there was the one that, um, where this lady had been leaving stones, painted stones, just because yes, wanted yeah. to do something nice or something. It's stuff like that uh, that has been really helpful in 2020. Well, you know, it's um, and, and here's the beauty of of um, of and what we what we're able to do. That story came to me from my editor. The woman's husband was so you know impressed by what she was doing that he sent an email to my editor and she forwarded it to me and I called him, you know, and said, Hey, you know, yeah, we're very interested in writing a story about, you know, what your wife is doing, but guess who wasn't very interested in the story? The wife, the wife. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when it gets kind of dicey. Like this is a great story, but, and her reasoning was, you know, I'm just doing this, you know, to maintain, you know, just to kind of give people a little surprise, lift their spirits. It's not about me. And she genuinely meant that. Um, and that also seg- can segue into this week's past uh, story with Elf Louise. Mm-hmm. There's something about the anonym being anonymous um, that maintains the magic for these folks. You know, there's a sense of innocence and magic and they don't want their names attached to it. Um, but we were able to meet with the woman um, and follow her on one of her uh, morning trips when she was hiding different things and putting up little encouraging signs on the school fence. And I think, you know, I have probably one of the best jobs at the paper. I mean, I get to see these things unfold in real time. So that was actually you touched on one of what I wanted to be my next question, which was, how, how do you find the stories? Is it mostly through email, friends of friends? Like, is every, at this point, is everyone reaching out to you from all over the place? I have to. And I'm not I don't mean to be I'm not trying to be facetious, but it feels like I get story ideas from everyone from like 
you know, an owl, one of Harry Potter's owls, or or even the uh, what do they call them? The um, the Game of Thrones when they send out their uh, the ravens, the ravens. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's everything, but I'm serious. I mean, so I have gotten uh, story ideas from all my sources. All my sources have been great. The colleagues, uh, the photojournalists, uh, my editors, um, and then the people that I write about themselves, because they'll be like, "Hey, you know what? I know somebody." <laughs> You're like, oh, really? And ha- and nine times out of ten, it pans out. Uh, take for instance, there was a story we wrote about the uh, young tech in- entrepreneur, you know, who was very um, funky in the way he did things. You know, he could, you know, f- fix an X-ray machine with parts from you know different like copiers and stuff like that. Um, and the gentleman, um, Mr. Edgar Fischel, who builds birdhouses. Mm-hmm for bats and birds, <laughs> he, he, he called me, he said, hey, I got a story for you. <laughs> that and, one that you mentioned, was that the Can Opener Labs one? Uh, I think it's by the airport. Yes, he's yeah, got this huge and, lab where he just tinkers with everything. I do remember yeah, that one. Yeah, so Mr. Edgar Fischel, he, he called me and left a message and I called him back. And I said, yeah, he says, I said, he, I, he said, when can you come out? I said, well, our, I can come out now. He said, okay, come on over. <laughs> we went over, did the story. Um, each one is different. You know, each one has its own story. Um, so yeah, no, man, it, it uh, um, even my family members, my daughter, she was like, Hey dad, I hear, I heard about so-and-so, you know, and the, 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 the different folks that we featured. I mean, we ran the, we run the gamut. We, I mean, from five-year-olds to like 90, you know, have you, and, um, Oh, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. I was okay. just going to ask, have you ran into any, um, challenges during the pandemic, like in trying to gather these stories and the way you've interacted? I'm, I'm assuming that the stories seem, they seem very personal and very one-on-one. Has any of that had to change for you? Yeah, I, I, we had to pivot if you will, when the, you know, when the self isolation protocol came and, um, because we're used to going out to see the person, you know, to visit them. And I had to stop and trying to do everything by Zoom or, you know, you know, uh, by phone. It, it, we, we still were able to accomplish it, but it took a little while to adapt to it, you know. Uh, because I, I tell you, the, the favorite thing I like to do, which isn't very feasible, especially these days, uh, is to get in the car and drive and drive around town and see something and capture it in real time. Now that's hard to do because I don't have the photographer with me. Uh, years ago, we on a Wednesday, we would just, they would send us out on a Wednesday once a month to go out and just find a story. And um, I try to incorporate that now uh, whenever possible, you know, cause I can take photos, but well, there's that I can take, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really, I really like it, you know, when I'm able to drive down, I'm driving down the street and I see something and I'm able, I have the luxury to stop, go find out and investigate. And if it's something that I think our readers will like, I can write a story about it. Uh, well, that, and also I was very curious to ask you next was under normal circumstances, what is your process like? You, okay. You've, you've identified the story. You're like, okay, yeah. I think I want to go write about this. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your next step? Contacting them, sitting down with them, maybe spending some time with them. Like, yes, what's sir. it like? Yeah, most definitely. And like, I think 
Um, so one of our favorites, um, okay, take for instance, the, uh, the um, I don't know if you remember the story about the, uh, the little girl with the window in the fence. Her father put, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To speak to her older neighbor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so we went over there uh, one morning and just hung out with her. So we could actually describe, you know, for the reader what we saw unfold. And I, t- I got to tell you, uh, it's the, the, this is probably another question that you're probably going to ask, but I don't have favorites, but I have some that really resonate. The small ones and the, 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 the little small, just deep little pieces of, uh, of life that we're able to witness, those kind of stay with me. Like the, the woman who was hiding the different stones, painted stones for her neighbors. Mm-hmm. And just watching this young girl and her neighbor interact, it was real. I mean, they did, that's what they normally do. Because we had been there about, well, about a half hour, 45 minutes before they started talking. And when they did, it was just natural. It just flowed. And we were very fortunate, uh, the photographer and I, to, to capture the, that moment. I feel like uh, a lot of these might stick with you, um, like like those. Are there any other ones that, that really stick uh, in, your, in your head? Oh, yeah. So, Mr. Doria, Willie Doria. I got, so this is, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's serendipity, or, but it's like, okay, I wasn't looking for a story about, you know, a legendary baseball player. I was, uh, matter of fact, I was writing an obit about a, um, a baseball a softball team manager who had died and we were doing a story on him and I was talking to a source. And so now I just start to ask my people I'm talking to, Hey, do you know of any good stories? He's like, yeah, I know a good story. Um, I have a friend, Willie Doria. And I'm like, I'd never heard of him, but then he started talking to me and it's sort of like that. Um, it's like, you have your spider sense, your spider sense goes off when you hear they'll, they'll say something. And I'm like, Oh, you had me at, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can just hear it. And I and and he started talking about Mr. Doria. So I said, is it possible that, you know, we could talk to him and feature him in the series? He says, I think so. So he called, talked to Mr. Doria. We met about four days later. And I got to tell you, if uh, it was like you're in the presence of just of a legend, an icon, he very he was very self-deprecating. He uh, didn't really want to talk about himself. But then him and the source would get to talking about you remember in 1954, when so he's like, yeah, yeah, that guy, yeah, yeah, he he tried to go catch my ball, but it was gone, you know. So he's telling us all these different things he did. Uh, a home run hitter, grew up poor on the West Side, um, had to, you know, make a bat out of whatever materials were around us, and same thing for the ball. And you hear this stuff, and, you know, you hear these tales, you're like, man, I, I, I'm just very fortunate to share this with our readers. Uh, it's um, it, I, it's something I really wanted to bring up is what the, uh, now we're getting real inside baseball here. Like I want to okay. know about, about you. <laughs> what is it about you or that you could capture like really the heart of a story in ways that, that, that I mean, there, we have excellent journalists at, at Express News that can tell you what happened and, and paint a great picture. But you capture these emotional moments, really heart felt stuff is that something you've always been able to do like or uh, how did you know that you could do this well thank you i appreciate that um so i you know i was i was in the air force for 22 years and um throughout most of my um that time um i was always trying to take little side 
classes on writing, you know, and uh, literature and stuff like that. So there was that. I was, I was, you know, reading these folks that, you know, I read their stories and they would affect me. But I think I really um, was shown the path at San Antonio College. Um, <laughs> that journalism depart uh, department there, everybody. The Ranger. The Ranger, yes, yes, the Ranger. I was on the Ranger for five semesters. Um, they taught me um, that if you're going to write a feature, write a feature. You know, if you see someone welling, you know, at an emotional moment and you have tears welling in their eyes, write that. You know, um, they were very big. I mean, I hate to name drop everybody, but well, <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> you know, uh, Irina Brega, you know, Chet Hunt, um, you know, everybody there. Um, and uh, Miss um, Trisha and who else? I'm probably missing somebody. Um, but they really um, talked to us and like said, hey, you know, write what you see, you know, write what you see. So, um, and I practice and they would tell us practice. And so even when I was taking those classes, if you're at the doctor's office, nobody knows what you're writing. So you can write down the description and things like you see. So it was a, it's very, uh, it's not, it's not just by happenstance. It's, it's something that uh, they asked us to work on and practice. So. I love that. Well, yeah, that gives oh, me hope that maybe I can get it, become a better writer. <laughs> I also have to give a shout out to Miss Odom, um, who is the, I think she's a chair now at the journalism department, but I took her feature writers, features writing class. And I tell you, it was, it was really like a revelation. So this was all after you had left the air force. Yes. Sir. So after I retired from the air force, I, I was, I was retired about a month and I was immediately in college, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, uh, which was a trip, but um, I think the experience of being in the military and seeing all the different people um, in that type of training, coupled with what I learned at San Antonio College and at the Express News, um, and also the Diversity Institute um, um, at Vanderbilt University, I was in a three-month course there. All of that, um, you know, mixed together uh, is the stew that allows me to do what I do. Excellent. We're about to wrap up 2020. Uh, this series is going to keep going next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, I <laughs> no one said anything different. You know, you never know. <laughs> do but, we have a, Do we have another one next Monday? Or are you taking a uh, yeah, break here? Yeah. I, you know what? This is. I've been working. When I first started the series, we used to we had four in a can. I mean, I was they were done, photos and everything, and I could never get to that point, but. Uh, Two weeks ago, I got to the point. So I have my the, the story on the 28th. It, it's just a simple story. It's a story of a, um, a running back, a high school running back who injured his back. And, um, you know, just his journey to rehab and everything. But uh, it, it's, it's a lot of these give me the option to like if I want, uh, to write a sports story. I'm not a sports writer. But. I'm able to write something and use phrases like Friday night lights and describe things just, you know, in the story that I normally wouldn't be able to do. It allows so, you to go into different uh, aspects of our culture, life, everything here. Oh yeah. Like honey's place, you know, the one, the story about the, uh, the, um, the restaurant out on in, uh, East Bear County. 
you okay. know, and um, it kind of revolves around a fading culture, African-American community, uh, you know, was a ball to write, man. I, <laughs> uh, Marvin Pfeiffer, the photojournalist and I went out there and he captured, if, he, if you're able to look at the photos online, and you see the green glow of those lights and the cat, you know, how, and the, the with the shadows, the night shadows. Um, I, you know, he really, really, you know, surpassed what I expected. I'll go back and uh, when I'm editing this, I will go and uh, for the listeners, I'll link all the stories we talked about in the oh, description. Okay. okay. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, yeah. No, this was a, uh, this was really great. I, it's so much fun talking to you. I, I've been really wanting to have you on the show for a long time. Cause it's one of the ones that every, every Sunday night I get the express briefing so that I can record and have this show ready for like around 6am the next day. Mm-hmm. And I, I always stop and read your, your column. I, I, it's, it's just, hopeful and and nice and I, I really enjoy it well no thank you so much it means a lot Luis. and you know we're looking forward to sharing more with the readers you know so we tell the we have a, the folks who will email us you know we have you know we have a good following and uh but it's always humbling you know to hear them you know because we're just sharing you know we're just kind of like a bridge just sharing these stories you know nah. but we're very fortunate to be able to do it so thanks to all the folks involved for letting us do right, great all righty thanks again Vincent. okay louise thank you so much man appreciate it